1: is going on Colts Nation welcome back to another episode of bring the juice guys just wanted to do a quick video here PFF grades for the Indianapolis Colts I won't go into every single player but I will be going over some of the better grades and some of the worst grades for Indy this year so looking at the top five overall grades when it comes to the offense okay so top five offensive grades Braden Smith with an 83.3 and Bernard Ryman with an 82.3. Very good to see both of the tackles both having a exceptional impact on the team. It's no, we definitely should not be surprised when Braden Smith's out there, they play really well. When Bernard Ryman is out there, they, he does really well. So not overall too crazy there. Michael Pittman Jr. with a 77.7. Kind of strange to see him down so low in regards to a PFF grade, but nevertheless, he is top three. Ryan Kelly also with a 77.2. And running back Jonathan Taylor with a 74.9. So when you look at the best grades for the Indianapolis Colts when it comes to best offensive players, Uh, No doubt that the offensive line for the Indianapolis Colts gets a lot of love from media and from people who are watching. Jonathan Taylor's great. I wouldn't necessarily read too much into that because, again, he didn't get to play for a good chunk of the year. So, I mean, that that number could have been very much different had the end of the season been going the way that we expected and if things would have gotten better. Okay, so let's look at overall defensive grades. So top five overall defensive grades for Indy. Samson Ebukam actually got the number one overall PFF grade for Indy this year with an 84.4. Obviously, Ebukam had the highest sack total for Indy this year. Overall, one of the better uh, defensive lineman that we had and from a pass rushing perspective. Defensive tackle DeForest Buckner was second with an 81.8. Kenny Moore was third with a 77.4. Don't know why it's so low. It should have definitely been higher. Grover Stewart was the fourth one with a 76.2. And then Quiddy Pay was fifth with a 74.3. So again Three, de- four defensive linemen for Indy all getting higher PFF grades. And I actually wanted to pull this tweet up from Cody because this was interesting. I wanted to look at this. I wanted to look at this really quickly. He had posted this.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Where Quiddy Pay finished with a top five grade on the Colts defense, according to BFF. However, his 60, 62.2 pass rush grade was ninth on the team. For reference, the Colts' one tech Grover Stewart had a better pass rush grade. Now, obviously, I would take the grade that Quiddy got and say it probably was increased. Due to the performance in the run game, he definitely is a great player at that. But I would mention, once again, that from an offensive pass rush perspective, he did not have a phenomenal year. Once again, an overall pressure rating and, and beating his guys one-on-one, it just wasn't as good as the PFF grade in states that it is. So... You know, definitely, you guys can tell me what you think about that. Hey, we're just doing this just for the fun of it, just to see what we got. But, of course, like Cody said, there is a definite disconnect from that score and what production he's actually giving from the pass rush perspective. Now, let's look at the bottom five overall grade offensively. Uh, Minimum 170 snaps. Blake Freeland and Wesley French top off the list. Blake Freeland at a 44.2. That's not a surprise. Blake Freeland had a couple weeks at the end of his tenure as the right tackle where he was bad. Wesley French, I would not give as strict because, you know, Wesley French, I felt like actually did a relatively decent job in the few times that he did play this year. Third is actually quarterback Anthony Richardson, who did eclipse enough snaps to make this list with a 52.2. I think that's not a great number. I think that there's a lot of other things that factor into that. And of course, I don't necessarily believe it. Uh, Kylan Granson, 56.8 and wide receiver Alec Pierce with a 58.1. I don't know how Granson gets such a low grade because, I mean, he makes catches. Maybe just the overall lack of production when he's on there. Maybe it's the same thing with Alec Pierce. But those are your top five guys when it comes to overall worst grades when it comes to the offense, and that's Blake Freeland, Wesley French, Anthony Richardson, Kylan Granson, and Alec Pierce. Now, a couple of those guys, I don't agree with the the uh, rankings or we all know that the rankings are a little bit different if you look at it from a different lens. But
2: whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: Moving on here to the defense here, bottom five overall grade defensively. Uh, Eric Johnson is by far the lowest with a 30.5. Eric Johnson the second has not had a great time here in Indy so far and definitely is one to monitor for uh, later on. Defensive tackle Taven Bryan with a 51.3. Again, the same thing, guys. Cornerback uh, Daryl Baker Jr., that's no surprise there. Uh, Defensive end Dio Dangbo actually makes this list with a 57. not entirely sure why that is, though. I would have thought that Dio would be a little bit higher than that, but that's where they're marking him. And cornerback Jalen Jones. Uh, No doubt Jalen Jones had a few things where he definitely can work on, but again, he's a rookie, and I don't necessarily believe that he is the worst when it comes to that and just looking at it guys from the perspectives of some other things here uh again shout out to Colts Wire for posting some of these stats the three highest the three highest block or two highest blocking pass blocking players uh for Indy is Bernard Ryman and Quentin Nelson from a pass blocking perspective the two best run blocking uh, guys, this year for Indy was Braden Smith and Ryan Kelly. Pass rush attempts, uh, the two best players actually, from a pass rush perspective for a PFF grade, was actually DeForest Buckner and Taquan Lewis, actually, was second on that list. From a run defense perspective, the two best players was actually Nick Cross leading the way at safety and Samson Ebukam second. Uh, Overall best coverage grades, this shouldn't be a surprise for indie folk. Kenny Moore was number one and Julian Blackman was number two. So definitely interesting, guys. Kind of get a different perspective on that. Uh, But let us know your thoughts. What do you guys think of some of these scores? Like I said, PFF grades are not everything. This is strictly what PFF thinks of these players. And unfortunately, it's kind of something that's been brought into the NFL. And a lot of people like to take it at its word, but not actually dissect everything about these said players and their performances. But it is something that people will see and look at. So let us know your thoughts, guys. What do you guys think of these ratings? But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always.